What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dusty Diamonds podcast? I'm your host, TJ, and my co-host, Tucker. What's up, Tuck? What's going on, TJ? Uh, dude, I, it's been a while. Hockey season, work. It, it's been crazy, <laughs> man. It's like, it's like my first real night off since, fuck, <laughs> I'd say Christmas time. Oh, night off. I've never heard of her. <laughs> but uh yeah, we got got a good good pod tonight. Um solid topics. Solid topics. Uh and I also have QA from my U eighteen team, which is they're pretty good questions. I didn't send them to you because I want you to be in the dark with them so you can get a gist of them. You know what I mean? Okay. You're they're pretty old me. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, we're actually, we're going to have on uh, my assistant coach. Actually, my assistant coach is going to jump on here to get, you know, his feedback as well. Okay. About the season. Um, and Monday, I think Monday or Tuesday, I believe it's Monday. Uh, ECHL. Toledo walleye Brandon Hawkins uh, is slate to come on. It's yeah, it's been, it's been a while for him. Uh, It's just, it's been in the mix up here trying to get him on, you know, busy playing in the, in the coast and he, uh, yeah, schedules are, schedules are crazy. Uh, He actually, yeah, he's with the walleye this year. He's, he's had a, I believe, and I don't, want to sound like a dick saying it if it's wrong, but I believe he's had a ESPN spot for one of the sickest goals during the threes ice thing this past summer. Okay. Yeah. That three ice league was pretty sick to watch. Dude, it was, it was pretty sick. We went, we got tickets to the, uh, to the Hershey event when it was in Hershey and it was pretty fucking, it, it was pretty cool, man. I was going to say we just missed it when we were down in Vegas one of the times we were down there. Yeah, dude, they cuz I we we uh I had the guy on it. You were you were busy that one time. Mm-hmm. But I had I had the guy on, the founder EJ Johnson. I had him on, you know, and it's Lanny laughs at me, Adrian laughs at me all the time that I just I talk to anybody. So, like we were down by the tunnel and John LeClaire walked out. Lanny got a John LeClaire picture and the guy was standing there it runs the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I just started bullshitting one the whole time. He hands me his business card and I'm like, yo, you want to come on the podcast? I, you know, I run a podcast uh, with my buddy and he's like, yeah, absolutely. Sure. So we had him on and it's a pretty cool, you know, thing. What they do is they set them up here is they start in Vegas. Then they go all around the country yep. and, and then they end in Vegas. Yep. Cause they play for like a, what was it? A million dollars? Yeah, end? it was a million dollars at the end, man. It was pretty fucking sick, you know. And John Shiava was in it. You know, there was a couple guys saw Colton Saucerman we had on the podcast, and it was yep. funny because he was doing warm ups, and I was by the glass, and you know, I hit, I like fucking, I wasn't wearing anything Dusty Dimes at the point, which is fucking weird because I always have something on, and and we're down by the glass, and I held my phone up with the picture, and I tapped it, and he's like, oh, shit, it's you, and, like, he was, like, bullshit with me and Lanny in the tunnel for, like, the longest fucking time, so it was pretty cool, it was pretty cool to see him, you know, the shit like that, be cool to, like, you, the guys you had on the podcast yeah, that, that are out there playing, and, you know, I said to Brandon, I'm like, oh, Yo, you playing this summer? He's like, yeah, I'm like, dude, we gotta link up, you know, which is it's cool, like, outsourcing, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But, Brian, what's up, buddy? 
What's going on, TJ? How are you guys? Good. Tucker, this is Brian. Brian, my assistant coach. Tucker is a kid I coached, what, four or five years ago? Juniors? Going on five years. I know. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, old man. Old Fuck man. Makes me feel super old. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, no I shit. just turned 48 on Saturday, so I think I got you both beat. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker Tucker was underage now, drinking beers. Now he's of age, and I'm drinking beers with him. Yes. <laughs> but um yeah, we're gonna start start it off here with the uh the questions. And you know, they're pretty good, pretty good questions here. And first question we received here is how do you handle playing time? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not like an actual <laughs> hockey coach yet, so I can't really determine how I would handle playing time. I just kind of run the off ice section of things, so I'll leave that more in your guys' general area. Uh, my my philosophy here, you know, in playing time and, you know, Brian stands behind my philosophy is, is if you don't put in the work during practice or off ice, you sh- you're not, you're not going to get ice time. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, so if you're putting in the work during the season, you know, coming to off ice, going to the weight room, you know, coming to board talk in the classroom, and then you're busting your ass during practice, coaches, coaches know that, you know what I mean? So if, if I, if I don't, if I'm not seeing something and Brian sees something and he tells me like, Hey, you know, so-and-so is busting her ass and take, keep an eye on that. Or, Hey, this guy is not fucking busting his ass. You know, he's, skating around like it's a fucking Sunday skate, then I that, that, that it's an issue. Like, I said, and, and Brian will, you know, agree with it, at the beginning of the season, and I told you guys this talk too as well, is you need to treat it like a job. This this is like a job here. Like, you know, I, I, I'm the boss. You guys are employees. And if you're not going to put in – the hours, you know, come to work or come to practice, you're not going to get the hours on the ice. Well, when we were there, it technically kind of was a job. I mean, you could get traded and sent somewhere else for someone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody that wanted to work. Yeah. And so like kids don't understand that like juniors and and Tucker, like Tucker just said, like I, I made trades, you know, I, I think one of the best trades I ever made was Tristan getting Tristan here. You know what I mean? From team Maryland getting Tristan and, and kids don't understand that. Like, like we, we had uh, unofficial affiliation with central Penn and will, you know? So like I would send, I'd send kids down there to go play like Tucker, Keyshawn, Tristan, Mike Lynn Harris, you know, et cetera. And why did I do that? Not because they needed guys, but I know these guys, the group of guys that I sent down there to help them out would bust their ass. And I know Will sent guys up like the Yingling brothers, you know, fucking Edelberg from fucking, you know, he goes to Millersville now. Who's the, who was the other guys? Do you remember Tuck? Oh, Jesus. It's been so long. If I, if I saw their names, I would know, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, we had the Murphy kid, uh, Declan, maybe. Declan was with uh, Grundy. I remember that because I think he was – what the fuck? What were their names, man? That's going to bug me now. I got to ask Will next time I, I see I was going to say, I'd have to hop on like elite process. Yeah. Dig through the old <laughs> archives and dust them off. So, yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know, that... if I could say something, TJ, real quick. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And this was – 
what I loved right from the get go, man, from the beginning of the season, that very first fucking Zoom meeting that you had with with mostly parents. There was a few kids on there, but you said that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a month before the season. So this wasn't, this isn't anything new. This isn't anything uh, that should have been a surprise to anybody or is a surprise to anybody. I mean, not only hockey, but you, you know, every sport, that's the way it is. It should be in and your regular job. So, uh, you know, when, when kids seem surprised or don't understand that, uh, you know, there's really no excuse for that. So. And, 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 to t- and to touch on that, yeah. And to touch on that, like, you know, Brian, Brian's the type of parent where, and he'll tell you, and you can chime in, Brian, when I say this is I, I'm, he's the type of parent where I can critique his kid and I can criticize his kid on the bench and he's not going to lose his shit. No, you know no, what I absolutely mean? Absolutely not. And, and that's, I, I mean, Tucker, I mean, maybe you have this experience or know, you know, some, some fellow teammates uh, from your past uh, from when, Seb was a young kid starting out at hockey, uh, you know, starting to get on their own in that squirt peewee level. Uh, you know, when the kid had a problem with playing time or, or they got demoted from the first line down to the second line and would come bitching to me, it's, you know, sorry, bud, but that's not the way life works. <laughs> if you have a problem, you have to go to your coach and you have to put in that work. You have to show that you deserve to be back on that top line, that you deserve to be on special teams. Um, so, I was never one to email the head coach, to pull the coach aside, you know, to complain my kid's not on the ice enough. That That's just, I, I don't know, to me, that that's kind of where we are today with the way kids are being raised. And I wasn't raised that way, and I refused to do that to my kid. And I think that has allowed him, and TJ, you can attest to that, you, you know, I, I've heard you rip them up. And I tell you, please, do. <laughs> you yeah. know, that, that, that's how they learn, and he, he doesn't take it to heart. Yeah, they're angry in the beginning, but guess what? That next time, he's going to be pushing his ass out there a little bit harder. Oh, you know, 100%. To, to get that so. And one thing I'm going to throw in here mm-hmm. for ice time. <clears throat> Number one ice time killer for me in high school, my grades. Mm. Didn't have to be failing a class completely, and trust me, I was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and if you, were that, if you were doing that at the beginning of the school week, you were ineligible for that next week. So I was kind of hit or miss with my classes, and that kind of became a liability issue. So when you get to that high school level, take your grades a little more seriously. Take that schoolwork seriously, too, because you are you fucking Are you run. fucking kidding me? I, I use that shit with Lanny right now. You oh, should. yeah. Yeah, he's he's in sixth grade. I'm like, dude, you fail if you even close to failing class, you're not going to hockey. Yep. And I tell no, him, dude, I think like, it's yeah, you... very crucial to implement. Like, definitely, it kids need to be structured and focused with homework for sure, and that needs to be a priority outside of hockey. Otherwise, Absolutely. once high school comes around, trying to balance it, it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. and. You know, with, with Seb's high school now, you know, they're, they're technically not affiliated with the school. They're not really recognized, even though they wear the crest and, you know, have the name. Um, so it's up to the parents uh, in situations like that to make sure that the okay. kids are keeping up with their grades. And, and like TJ said, I started with Seb a long, long time ago, probably, you know, Lanny's age, maybe a little bit sooner that if you are falling behind, uh, you know, you ain't touching extra, the fucking ice. <laughs> yeah, it, it's extracurricular, man. So yeah. guess what? That that goes first. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, thank God I haven't had to worry about that right now. <laughs> so hopefully we could keep that, uh, keep that going. Yeah. So that's, that's where, uh, like I stand and, you know, Brian and Tucker stand on playing time. You put in the work. That's, that's any level, man. That's, that's from, you know, squirts all the way up to pro. Like, it really yeah, is. It's, absolutely. Um, second, second question we have here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> how, how will you communicate with the parents? <laughs> uh, I, you don't. I just, I, I mean, unless there's something the parents 100% need to know, if it's something that is related to what's going on on the ice with your players, that is communication with you and your players. I, I agree. I, I Absolutely. Mean, I if, agree. If the I, parent I, needs to know about something that happened on the ice, you inform the parent yourself. It doesn't need to come from a second party source like another kid, another parent. It needs to come from coach to parent. Otherwise, parents know your place, and that's in the stands supporting your child. Fair enough, Tucker. I'll let you. Uh, we'll we'll <laughs> yeah, end on I, that. We'll, we're good. I, we're gonna we go can to move on to the next one. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I mean that's that's been. I'll let I'll let you be the bad. I'll let you be it. I'll let you be the bad guy on that one. I was going to say, I mean, I'll just call it the way I've seen it. That is my absolute pet peeve is, is, why is Billy not playing? Well, it's because Billy sucks and Billy's not putting in the work. And honestly, Billy's got his finger up his ass during weights. I don't know. It's it's everything, (laughs) you you know? Brian, Brian, can you tell I coached him? Uh, <laughs> like he took the words right out of my mouth. So, you know, like, uh, it was fucking perfect. <laughs> All right. Three question three. How do you develop your players? Duck, you want to, you want to take this one? Then I'll, I'll jump in or no. Or you want me Honestly, to go right after like as a coach, you've got a really crucial job, you know, it de- kind of depends on how you look at it, but. You can look at it two ways. You're developing hockey players or you're developing humans. And I think on-ice development is just as crucial as off-ice development and the way the kids handle themselves in a professional off-ice manner the same as they do on the ice. I I agree. My, my thought on it here is, you know, and I, I try to develop my players in, into, you know, great human beings you know what i mean like and i tell them like it's i i want to make a difference brian wants to make a difference you know and and we're well i'll touch on this real quick before you know i jump in more into this but brian was not with me in the beginning of season tucker okay so and this is going to be remember this conversation because it's going to be brought up in the questions from my our players because beginning of season we had a bunch of bullshit, like just straight bullshit. And I remember like, you talking to me about yeah. some of it. Yeah, out of control, out of control, out, out of control shit. Um, the one, the one coach we had, you know, it, it just wasn't a right fit. He wanted to step away. I said that's fine. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't mind doing it by myself. I didn't care. You know, because you know, with Lehigh and you know shit like that in Philly, Philly and shit, and I don't care. I don't care with that, man. I, I I love the bond with the kids, but we had bullshit. You know, Brian approached me, mind you. First time I met Brian, really, what was, <laughs> was there was 
Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. First time I, re- I really, really started talking to Brian was we were at the double A game and they were playing against Snyder. Snyder fans were going back and forth with TPP fans. Yep. And Snyder fan got in Adrian's face. Uh-oh. I I didn't see it, right? And Brian I sure as fuck did. Brian, <laughs> Brian stepped in, got in the guy's face, like, and I saw it out of the corner of my eye because, like, I was on the phone with the cops because the cop, one of the one of the Snyder parents, pushed the rink manager, and he said, "TJ, can you call?" I said, "Absolutely." So I see it out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, "Oh shit." So I run over, you know, and I, I I jump in front of Brian, and I'm like, Brian, not worth it, not worth it, you know what I mean? And mind you, his fu- I could feel his fucking heartbeat <laughs> in his chest, <laughs> right? And not that I, Adrian couldn't handle herself, but she had the baby in her hand. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> like, true. It was that was the line for me. Yeah. yeah like- <laughs> so I don't really know Brian at this point. I'm coaching his kid. I don't know him at this point, and. This happens, this happens, and I'm like pushing Brian, like not worth it, not worth it, not worth it. And then, like, I'd say a week or two weeks later, you know what I mean? Brian says to me, you know, hey, do you mind if I come on the bench? I said, absolutely, man. Like, you fuck what you would like. I owe you for what you did for my wife. You know what I mean? Like, because I probably would have been in jail. I probably would have fucking stomped that guy out, but it wouldn't have been worth it because I wouldn't be able. I we him and I wouldn't have been able to coach. You know what I mean? So he says to me, you know, he's like, TJ, do you mind if I jump on the bench? You know, help with the kids? I said, absolutely. He's like, I just want to control the bullshit. I said, absolutely, right? So that in itself. You know what I mean? Him coming aboard and having the relationship, you know what I mean? It was it was almost like a good cop, bad cop thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, Brian was the good cop trying to get these guys under control, and I was the bad cop fucking pushing these kids to the next level. Does that mm. make sense? So, so him and I together, man, it's like, I, I tell you, and I'll be honest with you, like, I've only had one other assistant coach ever that I got along with, but I get, I really, really get along with Brian. Like, dude, we're, we're talking, I, I probably talk to him more than I talk to my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and it, and well, it turns out like, we got a, we got a lot of shit in common, man. We're absolutely. Yeah. 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 Dude. <laughs> yeah. So, so like him and I have that, you know, that special bond together. You know what I mean? Like, it, like you said, we got a lot in common and him and I both, fall from the same fucking tree when it comes to like hard knocks with sports. And you know, Tucker, I pushed you guys. I pushed you to the fucking limit. This kid was playing with a fucking broken sternum fucking Brian. And I still fucking played him. That's right. <laughs> so to, to, to that, to that question there is developing players, you know, how do you do it? You want to, you want to push them. You want to push them to greatness, even though, you know I mean? Some of these kids, don't want to pursue hockey. You know what I mean? Some of them do. And the, and the kids that do, and, you know, and the U18 kids that I have now, some of them do. Some of them want to go play junior. Absolutely. I, I've had calls. You know what I mean? I've had people interested in them to play higher level hockey. How does that make us look, Brian? It makes us look fucking great. Because we're, we're, yeah. de- we're developing – 
kids to the next level. So that's that's where I I believe it is. Is you gotta you gotta push them to be great, not average, to be great. So they they get a taste of what it's like to be on top. You know, what yeah, I mean? that that falls right back into line to to you know two questions ago that. That's all you can we we can do as coaches is, mm-hmm. is give them the tools, the resources, and the the pushing. It's ultimately up to them, you Absolutely. know, to put in the work, show that drive, and show you know that they want to get it done. So, oh, it, it's the truth. Like, for example, and, and you know, our guys are going to hate me for saying this. The other night at practice, you know, it, it, we have practice. We're we're going one night a week now until you know the tournaments are over. We have we have a tournament in Pittsburgh next weekend. So, you know, my, my thing and Tuck, you know, is I, I want to fucking win, man. I, I want to win. These kids want to win. And I'm there to push these kids to get them the chance to win. So, you know, we're, we're out of practice tonight and some of the kids are buzzing. Some of the kids are like, oh, you know, it's season's over. Fuck this. Fuck that. What do you think I did, Tuck? <laughs> what do you think I did? Put him on the fucking line. I know you did. Put him on the. F- <laughs> I wasn't for fucking two hours though, like I did you guys Jeez. for fucking for for fucking blowing that lead. <laughs> yeah, but, that one's burned into my memory for life. You got, I'm telling you, you guys are lucky that Lanny had fucking soccer that night because we would have still been. We'd still be there. Yeah, Even, we, we we got lucky. It's a miracle on that one type shit. Lanny uh, oh, we got it, lucky well, on another Brian, one Brian, it was. Lights off. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get to question four after this is, you know, Tucker said where there was a fucking, you know, into, uh, where were we? Where were, we in, where were we at? Were you in New York, Boston? Which one was it? North Carolina. North Carolina. So North Carolina bus comes. Shit kick, show trip. Yeah. Just shit show trip from the get go. Yeah. We should have never left the parking lot. Dude, that's where I almost <laughs> broke my ankle going down the fucking main street, going out drinking and shit. But, dude, that was the least yeah. of our problems. Oh, dude. We thought so, we burnt down a hotel. Dude. Oh, that, you, dude, how about the fucking crackhead? Remember they fucking showed up and the guy overdosed in our hotel? And this was a fucking Marriott, Brian. This is a Marriott, like a like a legit fucking five-star hotel. Starbucks <laughs> in the lobby type shit. And this oh, crackhead's OD stretchered out at night in the lobby at breakfast in the morning and tells us, don't do drugs. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. And we're like, what the fuck? Yo, man, can I get some breakfast? I'm like, yeah, just fucking don't poke me with your fucking needle. Take some breakfast. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so we're in North Carolina, you know, and, you know, we were fucking playing well, playing well against the Golden Bears. And there's this one kid on the team, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't good. I'll, I'll just flat out say it. He wasn't good. You know, he was he was a team guy. He wasn't at the caliber. You know, he asked to be a practice guy. I said, that's fine. You know, we took him along. He knew his fucking role. His dad comes to find out that he didn't really play in North Carolina. I used him for two and tens. But the guy knew his role, Brian. Come to find out, he must have his dad must have watched a game where he must have told his dad. Driving back, the bus drops me off at my house in Denver. Right? Boys fucking, my phone's blowing up. What time did you guys get home, Tuck? Like fucking 1, 2 o'clock in the morning? Something like that? <laughs> that would have been early. We got home yeah. at 
my phone, my phone's blowing up, Brian. Blowing up. I'm like, what the fuck? Come to find out, the fucking kid's dad showed up at the rink with a gun. <laughs> because I didn't play his fucking kid. Jesus. Yeah. So, you coaches think you got it bad out there having parents out yet? I, this fucking guy showed up with a, he was a fucking, you know, a, a military guy. I'm like, yeah. Jesus. A little too far. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question four. How do you deal with commitment conflicts? Oh, dude, I I got all fucking night about this with my team. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, let's get take the rest of the podcast. Holy shit, man. So, <laughs> you know, my big thing is, and Brian, you know, he, he'll agree, and his big thing is, dude, just be honest with me. Just be fucking honest. You know what I mean? Like, hey, coach, I'm not making off ice because I'm going to go eat dinner with my girlfriend. Okay. If you're honest with me, that's fine. Make sure you're at practice. But if I come to find out, hey, coach, I can't make practice. I don't feel good. And then you're fucking sending a Snapchat (laughs) that you're out at the fucking Olive Garden eating fucking all-you-can-eat breadsticks and salad, then I got a fucking issue. You know, like, oh, hey, coach, uh, I'm going to go hang out with a fat chick. <laughs> I that that I got a fucking issue with. Yeah, that I got an issue with. You know, it's like, dude, I literally we have, you know, your parents and yourself signed you up for a season. I get it. You're eight, you 18. I get it. You're fucking 16 to 18 years old. I get it. You guys have girlfriends. You know, your hormones are in fucking overdrive. You, you, you want to be with fucking girls. I get it. But, man, dude, dude. For two hours? Two hours. Twice a week? Twice come a week. On, man. That's it, man. I, I get it. You know, we have the kids there early for all fights. You know, we do weight room. We bullshit in the classroom. We talk about the upcoming weekend. You know, we talk about, you know, just dumb shit with the guys. But, like, fuck. But then, that, that's part of player development, man. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So, those things... Yeah, do we spend a lot of time with them? Yes, but in perspective, not really. And I thought, I mean, that's the time where you talk about the shit that Uh you've had to deal with, you know, the previous weekend's games and any other bullshit that might even be off-ice related, you know? Oh, absolutely. So I I think that time is of the essence. It's valuable. I mean, it really is because, dude, I'll tell you, like, the bond that you and I have with our team, it's unreal. You know what I mean? You know, and – the bond you have, you know, with that I have with Tucker, right? I was Tucker's mm-hmm. coach, and Tucker, were you nineteen when I signed you? Oh no, I had to have been twenty. That was my age. Out. All right. yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're twenty, right? So yeah. I signed Tucker when he was twenty. Was I his coach? Absolutely. Was I a mentor to the kid? Absolutely. Was I like a father figure to the kid? Absolutely. He to this day he still calls me dad. Joking, joking around calls me dad because why? Because it's the bond. You want what's best for this kid, right? Yep. Brian, yep. you know who came oh. to our practice? Who came to our practice over break? Keyshawn. It's another yeah. kid. It's another kid. I would do. I would. I would do anything for that kid. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Tucker and Keyshawn live. Tucker's in North Car- or North Dakota. Keyshawn's living in Delaware half the year. Look at the distance between that. And they're both like brothers, man. They still talk. You know what oh, I mean? And, you know, yeah. we, 
I'm in a group chat with, you know, four of my guys. Is it four or three? Three. Three of my guys. You know what I mean? That I coached before. And, you know, they're all doing their thing. You know, and we get fucking goofy-ass videos from fucking Tristan all the time. Motherfucker's always driving, talking about, you know, he's banging Mary broads. So, but that's the thing. It's it's the development. And like you said, Brian, it's the development you get with the kids. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a lifelong, you know, journey you really have with some of these, these kids. You know, and, and I still, this day, like, man, I, I have kids – that I coached 11 years ago, man, that's still, still like I, there was one that was at, you know, the, the Hershey tournament that was playing in the, in the state trooper division that I, I coached 11 years ago. And he still, to this day comes up to me, Hey coach, what's up? You know, talking about Lanny, always asking about Lanny, you know, to, had a full fledged conversation with Adrian because that's the bond you have with kids. You have to have the bond. So the commitment level there, guys show, show, be committed. Be committed 110%. That's any age group, man. It really is. That's any age group. Well, and anything that you enjoy. That's, you know, you, you, oh, these yeah. kids have been playing forever. And yeah. you're obviously playing for a reason. You like it. You enjoy it. You want to mm-hmm. be successful. Well, it's not just going to happen. It's not just going to come. So you've got to be committed to it. Oh, and I agree. You know, just my short time with these boys this year, you know, a, a few of them, as you know, TJ, I've known for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Sebi was a kid and, and oh, half the team. I didn't know from fucking Adam. I don't know who yeah. the fuck they were, but still in three and a half, four months, whatever it's been, you know, you feel for a lot of these kids when you start hearing about their shit in oh, school, fuck, their yeah. shit at home and all that stuff. So that. You know, and especially you and I kind of relating to some of that shit yeah. from when we were kids. Yeah. Man, that, that grabs onto you and, and you know, you want to help them out and see them get successful and see them do well on the ice. So, you know, again, that, that commitment and, and bond is is just fucking awesome, you know, you know from my yeah. perspective. Well, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll touch on this, Tuck, you know, real quick. Tuck, you you know about, you know, the, the situation that we had with one of our players and – Brian, Brian and I are very, I'm trying to, I want to use the right word. We're very connected and committed to this one player, but we're also connected and committed to all these other players. But the one player that we had, and he's probably going to fucking kill me for telling the story. I apologize. But in all my years of coaching, I've never, I've never had this experience that I've had you know, with this player and, you know, he, he says to me, you know, beginning of season, I'll, I'll, you know, beginning of season, this player was, you know, and and I, and I mean this in the nicest way, Micaiah, I really do. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. Beginning of the season, I had this kid, I saw him. I'm like, fuck man, this, this guy is a fucking, he's a menace. Like, He would literally, he was taking penalties. He was being an asshole. Like, just just his stuff. He was being an asshole about it. And I, uh, Tucker, I threw him probably out of three games, two or three games. And just for being an asshole, he'd point at the scoreboard. He'd talk shit. And I'm like, dude, that's not how we roll. That's not how we're going to do this, right? 
It sounds like somebody I know. Yeah, yeah. He was doing he was doing this shit. He was doing this shit. You know, we after the first Hershey tournament we had, he I, I he literally left and didn't handshake. And I fucking dude, I oh. reamed him a new asshole. Right? Fast forward, you know, he's still he's still he he's still doing this shit, you know, during games, talking shit, you know, being himself because he, I don't want to. I don't want to badmouth his old coaches. I don't. You know what I mean. But I will say he wasn't coached the right way. He wasn't developed the right way. Mm-hmm. Right. So this kid was always at all fights on the dot, on the dot with Sebi. You know, Walt, Christian, all all those guys were like six thirty on the dot, right there. You know what I mean, ready to go. One night, he's, you know, I'll be there, doesn't show up in time, right? I'm like, what the fuck? And he, you know, texts me separate, and he's like, hey, do you mind if I talk to you and, and Brian? And I said, yeah, that's that's fine. You know, as as a human being, a coach, a dad, you're like, okay, it's fine. You, you want to see what's up. You know, all the kids left. We had our discussion. He was in the back room. He was very quiet. And Brian will tell you, this kid does not shut the fuck up. We love you, Mick. We love you, Mick. Like he just, and I mean that, Mick. I mean this in the nicest way. I mean it. Doesn't shut the fuck up, and it's a good way. Like I, like again, I. He's like you, Tucker. I give him a shirt off my back. Like he gets, like he's just, he's, he's a great kid. So, you know, he says this. You know, doesn't talk in the back. You know, I ask questions. He doesn't talk. You know, all the kids leave. He comes up. We start talking. Right. I start talking, you know, giving them, you know, my advice as a father, you know what I mean? And a coach, Brian chimes in as well. You know what I mean? And he's, he's telling us, you know, the issues. And I said, you know, I I said what I had to say and Tucker, I, I, I swear to God, like I've never had that experience of, you know, what we shared that night, the three of us in that room. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've never, never had that. And I will never forget that. I, I, I won't as a coach because that, you know, touch, not only touched my heart, it, it you know, it, it, it's, it, it means something because of the commitment level that you're putting in with these kids. You're making, you're making a difference in these kids' lives because I'll be honest with you at the beginning of the season, man, I thought I was going to boot this kid. I really did. hundred percent. Like, and, and, you know, me doing that and standing by him, you know, and, and I, and I owe, I, and, and I owe a hundred percent of my wife and Brian, you know what I mean? For, you know, Brian, for helping out and Brian, you know, helping take care of him. He stays at Brian's house or, you know, cause his they mom. They just rolled up and said hello, by the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they gave me the wave. <laughs> uh, so. You know, they, he stays, <clears throat> excuse me, he stays at Brian's house, you know, during the week before, you know, the games and stuff like that. You know, he's always there hanging out with Sebby. Him and Sebby are very close friends. And my wife, you know, was kept telling me, she's like, listen, hockey's an outlet. There's something, there's something you you guys are not seeing. And we didn't, you know what I mean? Until this was brought up to our attention. And I'm not going into details. I'm not. I, I, I the kids got, I, I just, I won't go into details with everything. You know what I mean? But that is the commitment that Brian and I, you know what I mean, 
we want with our guys. You know what I mean? Now and in the future, you know, and even in the past. Yeah. And I, and I will say that, 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 that moment was a life changing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that was, like you said, not only showing, you know, how, how Mick wanted to be a part of the team and change things yep. around, but it actually began to happen. Absolutely. You know, and it did, moving and it did forward. Happen. It did yeah. happen. Yep, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and, I'll, and I'll be honest. And, and I'll be honest. You know, like, you know, I'm I'm an emotional guy with my kids and my wife, you know, but I've never, and I'll be honest, I don't, I don't give a fuck. You want to laugh at me for this? I don't give a fuck. Nah, no way. I've never, <laughs> never cried with another player. You know what I mean? And had a player tell me, you know, besides, besides you, Tucker, because you're like fucking family. I never had a kid tell me, Hey, I love you. And you know, same thing with Brian. He said the same thing. And I, and I, I do, I, I love, I, I love you, Mick. No homo, not in a gay way. I love you. You know what I mean? You're a good kid. And, and we want nothing. What's best for you and your teammates. But yeah, it was, it was a life changing, life changing thing. And, and I will never, never forget it. No, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. But again, again, that was the turning. And I I said this and we, Brian and I talked about in the text, like a hundred, you know, 360, 360 change kid. And we kept telling him, you know, in the beginning of the season, man, he was taking penalties, 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 too intense, too intense, too intense. And we're like, dude, this shit's going to catch up to you. They're going to review the shit out of you. What do you know? Fucking two games before the fucking season ends, they review him. He's suspended for a game. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. been fine. Dude, since then, he was, he'd take like, you know, two penalties a game, no Ticky penalties. Stuff. Yeah, just you dumb know? shit. Not like running his mouth or taking tens. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Fifth question here How do you deal with stupidity on and off the ice? I fucking just kick you off the team. Like that, I just that's the bottom line. That yeah. happened. It, it, it happened. Same way you deal with playing time. Yeah. It happened. Stupidity. It happens on the ice. We just had it the other night at practice. Stupidity. What do you think they did? They fucking skated. Not yeah. there. You you want to sit there? You want to you want to sit there and waste my time? I'm gonna waste your time. It's, it's just how it is. I, I might I might be a young coach, but I I I it's old school. I'm doing how I was taught. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm it, doing. You know, I was just going to say, TJ, you know, the one thing, if, if I had to say something to the boys that I wish they had realized earlier mm-hmm. and shown the respect and appreciation a little bit more. Absolutely. When a, when, a, when a coach doesn't have a fucking kid on the team and volunteers that extra, extra time to coach, dude, I mean, that should always be at the forefront of your fucking head. Like, he don't have to fucking be here. Mm-hmm. You could have. Dude, you were at the at the rink so fucking much, man. I mean, I it is just unbelievable. So just the, the, that fact alone, you have to show respect for that. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if they like you, if they don't like you, if they don't agree with your system, if they don't like the fact that you're skating them, you know, extra hard or whatever. That be at the forefront, like, well, kind of a check yourself kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I wish they had recognized that a little bit more because um, I know, you know, you said it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it came to that a few times later in the season. And I, you know, it sucks that kids these age just didn't pick up on that a little sooner. Um, but, you know, that that's something for me too. Uh, you know, just to 
Jesus Christ, respect you for the amount of time that you were there when you no, didn't have it. to be. So, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and, and, and to touch on that is, you know, the stupidity on the on and off the ice. And, and I, I say this again, and, and Tucker, it was around you guys, is, you know. Oh, if, around if, us. We had half a if, if I If I'm at the rink, who's tagging along behind me? You got your kids with you. Right? Yeah. Yep. And it's mostly one. Lanny. You know, so this season it's been two a lot, but Lanny is always around, right? And Brian Tucker will tell you, Lanny was always around. He he wanted to be around, you know, he wanted to be around the guys. He, as long yeah. as he was, man, he always wants to be with the older kids. Right. Yep. And I don't I don't mind it. I don't because it, it, it's it's good for him. It's good for the younger guys to understand. Like there's there's young years around, and you know, the, the, Lanny's looking up to all these guys. You know what I mean? And just understand that, guys. If if you have a coach that has, you know, and this is this is any age group. You know, it, it, you know, obviously, I'd say 14s and up. Well, 12s the way it's been lately, <laughs> but 14. <laughs> 14s and up, like, these kids are, are developing different now these days. Like, understand, like, who's around and understand what is going on because – and I, th- I tell this Lanny all the time, man. Someone's always watching. No, 100%. Regardless if it's a coach's kid or not, you've got mm-hmm. kids at the rink that are watching practices, watching you play in your games, hearing what you're saying on the ice and coming off the ice. It's – comes back to carrying yourself in a professional manner and how you develop your kids and how you teach them to act and yeah. themselves. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, for example, like Lanny loves all the kids on the team. Like he, he loves them all, but you know, he really attracts himself to three kids in particular, you know, four, you know, it'd be, you know, Sebi, Micaiah, Walt, and David. Like that's, that's who, he really attracts himself to because, you know, those guys, you know, are cool with them. You know, they, they try to show them the way, you know, help them out and stuff like that. So I'm not saying the other kids don't, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't think that they're, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think they're have the mature factor to help, you know, look down as a kid like that. Oh shit, this kid, you know, he wants to be around us. Let me help him out again. I'm not trying, I'm not dogging anybody. It's just it's a different, different mindset. Some well, of these kids yeah, have. not everybody has that, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. So, that's fine. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, at absolutely. the end of the day, yeah. At the end of the day, all the kids love Lane. You know, he fist pumps them. They all bullshit oh, with yeah. him. They all talk to him. You know, so again, stupidity on the off the ice, dude. Someone's always watching. Don't do the dumb shit, man. Because at the end of the day, someone's watching you. Because if you cross check a guy during practice and take a run at him. And, you know, Johnny sees him and he goes, oh, shit, I think that's OK. I'm going to do that because he separated him from the puck. No, it's not all right. It's not all right because that kid's going to get a two and a ten, maybe a five and a ten for, you know, head contact, cross check to the face. And then he's going to get bitched at by his coach. And then what happens? He gets bitched at by the coach. The parents fucking get involved. And now coach and parents are bitching. It's, it's, a, it's a chain effect, man. It, it's just don't do it. Yeah, don't yeah. do it. Um. We'll get this last one in here, and then we'll get the questions from the players. What is your ultimate goal as a coach? Just to see this kid succeed, man. Make a difference. That's my big thing. Obviously, you know, win a championship, win championships with kids. You know, I won a championship. Brian and I won a championship 
with our kids this season at Hershey. Almost fucking lost it because we couldn't hold a fucking lead. <laughs> but, you know, we, we held, you know, Frederick Freeze. It was a real good game. We, we played them well. Boys showed up, played that weekend. We got – it was weird, Tucker. We got in by the skin of our teeth, man. Like Two only, ties and they, not yeah, win. <laughs> two, tie, two ties and two wins we had. Very nice. And they, they, only, they only take the top two teams. That's all they take is the top two things for the championship. Seriously. I swear to God. So, like, dude, I went to the game in the morning. It was the team that we tied. Both teams that we tied played each other, and we needed one team to, to win. That's it. If we got a tie, we were out. And, you know, it was a one nothing game for the longest time going to third, and then the one team ended up winning 3 nothing, and that's the team we ended up playing in the championship. But, again, yeah, my, my ultimate goal is obviously – you know, make a difference in the kids' lives, develop them, have them, you know, text me separately, you know, from each other and ask, hey, coach, what do I need to do to get better, critique my game? Like, they, they, could, they could take criticism, and I say, listen, man, you got to stop doing this, and you got to do that. That's, that's an ultimate goal for me, you know what I mean? It's not, you know, obviously coaching at a higher level is a goal, but, you know, developing these kids and watch them succeed is – at any any age group is is you know my ultimate goal. Rye, you want to touch on that? Yeah, I mean I, the only thing I would add, TJ, is, yeah. is especially at this age level, the eighteen U, and as we saw, I mean we had what nine or eleven kids. This is their last year, mm-hmm. so they're stepping off the ice for the last time. A lot of them aren't going to be playing again. You know, maybe beer league or whatever, but they're taking that next step in reality in real life. Oh God, you know? yeah. And, just hoping that we can give them an ounce of something that they can take, you know, whether they're going to college, <laughs> yeah. trade, whatever it is, you know, work uh, that they can take with them and say, Oh yeah, I remember, you know, uh, and they can use that. Um, I, I think that that's, I still to this day remember shit coaches told me as a kid uh, that I still use and try to instill in Seb, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So it's very important uh, that, well, that, that, that goes take back, something away. That goes back in, it goes back to commitment. You know what I mean? Like, right. dude, you're, you go into the real world. And you, I said this to our guys, you go to the real world. You don't show up to college class. What happens? You're going to get thrown out of college. You, you don't show up <laughs> to work. What's going to happen? You're going to get fired. So what's yeah. the difference if you don't show up to my practice and you don't skate, what makes me think you think that I'm not going to play it? You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not. You don't put on the work. I'm not going to do it. I just had one. I have one late question here. Yeah, I, I, Stack. Stack just sent me a question, or he sent a comment. He goes, it's crazy how no one plays body anymore on one-on-ones. Everyone wants to poke check and end up getting toe drag. 100% true. Oh, you know, absolutely. You know why? Because hot they're making hockey fucking soft as fucking baby shit. That's what they're doing. They're making make hockey it, soft. if you could make it softer than baby shit, they would. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent Oh, dude, 100 percent it, it really is. It's it, it's it's soft, you know. And, and if they can know, make ice softer, there would be uh, temperpedic boards surrounding it. Mm-hmm. And goalies would be bubble wrapped. And the game would always end in a tie. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Everybody right. leaves with a juice box and a medal. Congratulations. All right. Let me jump to these questions. But yeah, Steve, <laughs> I, I, it's softer and baby shit. You made a good point there. I respect it. And 
you know, Steve does it the right way, angling guys, you know, trying to play body. We just did a drill the other night, man, flybys. You know what I mean? Yep. One-on-one, one-on-one flybys. You know what I mean? He was on one side. I had a group on another side, and I told him, man, like, I told the kids. I'm like, dude, if you got to jump in front of him, let him run you the fuck over. But I didn't say yeah. fuck. I didn't say fuck. Let him run you over. You know what I mean? Let him run you over because, A, you're going to separate him from the puck, and, B, they're going to take a penalty because it's non-contact. Yep. All right, let me uh, let me get to these questions here. These are these are pretty. Uh, these are good. They should ones. be good. They should these, be good. These are good ones, you know. And they <laughs> again, if I say something, I'm not hurting anybody's feelings here. You guys know me. I'm the truth, right? Uh, Will Smith here says, "How was the officiating overall this year? Dog shit. <laughs> it was. It was. It, it was." Inconsistent. Very, very inconsistent. And and I say this, I I say this with the utmost respect. You know, I, I, what's the ref's name? Murph, the big guy. Murray. Murray. We call him Murph, but it's Murray. Murray Murray was probably by far the most, I would say, consistent good ref we had all season. Absolutely. Even though he gave a bullshit no goal call when Walt scored Mm. a goal. Hundred percent hit the back of the net. That's two. The two of two times we scored that they disallowed. He was a part of them, but <laughs> he was probably the best one we had, you know, all season. But you know, it was going back to that. You go to Philadelphia, dude. You didn't oh. know what you didn't know what the fuck you were getting. Well, you know, if PJ, you were... It, 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 can I throw in that one story of that ref that uh, said what he yeah, said? Yeah, to yeah, Sebi? yeah. And that's in um, Philly. That was in Philly. Sebi's at the bench. And I'm standing there, and the ref comes up and says to Seb, as because he's asking for an explanation. Seb's, you know, got an A on his chest. I, I, can you tell me why? The guy says, I don't fucking care about your team. Nobody cares about your fucking team. Why don't you just go back to the country? <laughs> right in front of me, right in front of, you know, the assistant captain who's asking for an explanation on a penalty call. And that's what the ref said. So that, for me, sums it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, like, how, what the hell are you doing? You're, you, as a ref, you're supposed to be out there kind of teaching these kids as well. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what Murray was great with. He would always say, ah, listen, you kind of came yeah. in a little high there, yeah. you know, that type of stuff. So when that guy said that, man, oh, that, that, that kind of sums up the season as far as the refereeing went. No, he's good. Murray was good. He even, you know, Steve even Stack said that, you know, he, he gives explanations. So the yep. re- he gives explanation to the player, but the one thing he griped about was getting the, getting out of the way. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of the way, man. Get out of like, the way. Yeah. But it was all, off it, of him. <laughs> it was always it was always inconsistent. You know what? You didn't know what you were getting. Philadelphia it was no holds barred. You come to Central Penn, dude. Everything was fucking cold. Everything. Yep. <laughs> um, his second question is Will Smith's second question. Thoughts on the icing rule on the PK? Absolutely bullshit. What are you teaching Garbage. these kids? What are you teaching these kids when they get older and they want to play college or junior or pro? Teach them nothing. Well, and our guys that play high school. Yeah, they, they, they can, can ice the puck. Yeah, they, they can, can ice it on the PK. And yeah. they fuck up sometimes because <laughs> they, you know, they forget. And they're like, shit. Uh, you know, it's it's so stupid. So um, His third question is, who improved the most this year? I'll let you, I'll let you answer that. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I'll let you answer that one. Who improved? Okay, now are we talking about skills, attitude, all of the above? I would say all of the above. Um, 
you know, obviously I got to say, you know, Makaya improved the most as okay. far as attitude and, um, you know, uh, attitude on the ice. Um, technical and skill-wise, oh, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, I would, would have to say, I, I mean, I almost want to say Christian mm-hmm. um, because, you know, started out a little shaky and yep. then I don't know what happened, but it seemed like something hit a switch. And oh, he uh, we, we. Ass every shift. Yeah. Started scoring goals and you know, was hustling uh on every single shift, back checking. Um I would so yeah. I, I I, I would yeah. I would say my three, I have three. You know, I would say honestly it was, you know, Micaiah with everything. <laughs> Christian I agree with, and my third, you know, most improved towards the end of the season would be Brady. I, I oh. you know yeah, yeah. Good point. Yep. Brady. Um, Will Dixon. <laughs> mm, <laughs> this, <yeah. laughs> this son of a bitch. <laughs> Would you let Cookie marry your first daughter? Absolutely. Oh my God. Ab- absolutely not. Absolutely. No chance. No. No chance. <laughs> Sorry, Cookie. Uh, his second question. Do you feel the situation with Snyder was dealt well? Um mm. I would say no on that, Dix. Um, just the fact of, just the fact of you know how it panned out and them leaving the ice, and it was you know it wasn't just us; it was it was other teams. You know what? The the, the moment I knew it wasn't handled right was the last time we played them, and that coach walked off the ice, Flicking giving us, all yeah. of us the finger and fuck yeah. yous. Yeah, that, with yeah. half his team. Mm-hmm. So then I knew I'm like, this guy doesn't belong in teaching kids anything. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so to that effect, I agree with you, TJ, definitely mm-hmm. not handled properly at all. Cause I'll tell you right now, if that was our guys, man. Oh my God. Oh, um, shit. um <laughs> this, <laughs> his third question, Will's last question here. Dix's last question is, uh, how do you feel about the whole situation with the backbone of the team? <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, well, I will. Uh, hmm. I gotta. I gotta word. One. I gotta, I gotta word this one right. Um, yeah. 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 I Dix. I will say. Everything happens for a reason, my man. Karma's a bitch. Everything happens for a reason, and it's it really is. That's it's all. I'm gonna. Well, <sighs> I think I think it was, and, and TJ, you agree because we've talked about it. Yep. The whole thing just ended up being sad. You it know, did, it, it, did. Just, it did. It was sad that it even got to something like that. There was absolutely mm-hmm. a five minute conversation. <clears throat> none of that would have ever happened, and the I chance agree. was given. It wasn't yep. taken, and you know what happened happened. Unfortunately, yeah. Tucker, we'll talk about it off off the uh, podcast here. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. It's a long <laughs> one. Um, Xander, what was the highlight of the year? Um, I got. I mean, I got two of them. Honestly, um, three of them. Um, one one highlight would be you know Zimmy forechecking the shit out of the D man in the corner in overtime against Snyder, uh, taking the puck from him and and going backhand. On, on the goalie to win it in overtime. That that would yeah. be a that would be a highlight. Um second would be uh winning 
winning the Hershey tournament with the guys because that, you know, that was our ultimate goal going in and, and coming out with the championship was uh, a, a highlight. And um, my third one, honestly, it might sound, it might sound weird, Bri. I think my, my last, my last highlight of the year would be watching the boys battle the last game against Genesis and, and coming back, you know, getting that goal disallowed and then scoring and then scoring, you know, late in the game to win two, one, I, I would, you know, and, and this might sound a little biased, but you know, I, yeah, yeah. Gonna... Who scored? Who scored? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> listen, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, that, that was going to be my highlight, not, not Sebi's goal, but he had been struggling, yeah. you know, to get shots on net. Yep. And, he, you know, he, he shot 25, 20 shots that game and yeah. finally got the yeah. game winner, you know? Yeah. So he, I mean, he was so happy <laughs> that it happened in that moment, the last home game. And I mean, we scored early in the third, there was still 10 minutes left and yeah. we held them. So, you know, I, like I said, I'm a little biased because my kid, man, <laughs> he been trying to fucking score, man, from the point for how many games? <laughs> no, I know. I know. So, um, but, yeah, definitely a good a good way to end the regular season. Uh, absolutely, I agree. Um, Sandra, second question here is: What was the low point of the year? Oof. <sighs> I I would say, and I'm gonna word this correctly. I I will say the distractions that we had mm-hmm. that we had on the team that that was probably the low point, and we ended up eliminating the distractions and after after we eliminated the distractions it was you know a, a 360 turn with everybody's attitude um we had a kid we had a kid leave earlier in the season he quit due to some of the players that ended up leaving and he asked to come back and i said absolutely man like i i, I get it why you left you know what i mean so you know the distractions that we had at the beginning of the season and the middle of the season was probably, I would, I would say the low. I, I would say low. even though, you know, shit happened is I, I, you know, I, Brian and I wish them nothing but the best, you know what I mean? Them moving forward with hockey and life, but it, it wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't wanted on, on our team. Right. And, it, and you know, that, that game at Snyder, what happened down there to, yeah. you know, that the, the one player, yep. you know, that scared the shit out of me, bro. Oh, 100%, 100%. Holy shit. Like, I, I, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff in, in my professional career, yep. <laughs> you know, when it comes to, to death and that kind of stuff, but man, seeing a young man like that, it was in that position, dude, yep. holy shit, you know, and that, will always be in, yep. in ingrained in me. Like, I don't care what issues I had with any kid. Yeah. That was just, woof. that was a yeah. rude awakening and, and probably my low uh, from an actual event, you know, something that, that happened uh, in that respect. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, like I said, you know, we, uh, distractions were eliminated, you know, we wish them nothing but the best, you know, what they're doing. So, um, Last question from Xander is what's something you would have done differently? Oh, um, <laughs> mm. fuck. Uh, we'll come that. We'll come back to that one. I gotta, I gotta word that correctly. 
<laughs> Joey McCray, what oh, lesson? Uh, what lessons do you think Lanny learned from this season? He learned a lot more curse words. <laughs> and <laughs> I think he might have learned more what not to do. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I will say, Joey, I think he learned a lot. Um, being able to being able to skate with you guys. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Will Will honored me to let him, you know, skate during the season with our 18s. And, and I, I appreciate it, Will. Thank you very much. Um, and he also, you know, he let, you know, Liam skate with us as well. But I would say, you know, Lanny learned a lot, you know, you know, moving his feet, getting the shots off, shooting the puck. And I tell the guys, I tell the guys all the time, like, don't take it easy on him because he's my kid and he's 12 years old. I'm like, let him know you're there, you know, let it push him around. So I think, I think he learned, you know, the value of ice time, Joey, that that's, I'm going to put it that, um, Joey, his second question is, would this team excel in a non-contact league? Absolutely. Because you would be the all-star Joey. Um, Third, third question as he's such a dick as the father, as the father figure of this team, what is the best advice you have for your players moving forward? That's a good question. It really is a good question. Um, moving forward, uh, be committed to what you want to do. Uh, don't back down on your dreams. Um, just, just stay committed you know, foot on the gas, stay committed, foot on the gas, and, and don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. That that would be my big thing. Bry? Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. And and also, you know, like we touched base on it earlier in the podcast, uh, commitment. And you know what? If you guys want to succeed, well, sometimes you're going to have to make sacrifices that, you, you know, uh, you don't want to at that moment. Um, but again, you want to reach the goal of whether it's playing to the next level, uh, whatever it is, coaching, you know, getting that supervisor position at work, you're going to have to make some sacrifices, uh, for things that you might want to do in the moment, but sometimes you, you have to look at that bigger picture, uh, you know, to be able to achieve, uh, your, your goals and what you want to accomplish. Absolutely. Talk, you got anything on that advice? Oh, not much. I mean, you kind of hit it all right there. <laughs> all right. Uh, Christian, he writes, if there is one thing you would do differently from the beginning of the season till now, um, get you guys to fucking buy in a lot faster. <laughs> Halfway through the season, you guys finally bought in, and, and everyone, he started playing different. Everyone, like, you know, Brian said, you guys, it took you guys too long. I guess it was because I was a new guy. You guys didn't know me. You thought you fucking knew everything. Your way was going to work, and obviously it fucking didn't. Um, <laughs> just being honest, Christian. Um, secondly, what were your honest thoughts on this season? Mm. Honestly, <clears throat> I, 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 mm. beginning of the season, I thought we were going to be in for a long season, and I honestly thought players were going to quit that that's my honest my honest and i i really do i thought players would quit i thought players weren't going to respect me in the way i coach or respect me in the way you know i i hold people accountable 
you know, accountability is a big thing. You know, coachable kids are a big thing. And, and I will say we 90, was it 98% of the kids on the team are coachable, right? Yeah. But yeah. now, but now we have a hundred. Does that make sense to you? Yep. All right. Um, his third question is what could we as a team done differently to make playoffs? Bought in, bought in earlier and yeah. <laughs> stop the bullshit. Honestly, we, we talk yeah. about it all the time with the bullshit in the beginning of the season. It, it really, it really fucking, it really hurt us. And it, you know, we had a big hole to dig ourselves out of. Oh God. Uh, I mean, really, really big. <laughs> really? Um, a couple more here. Walt, you know, Walt writes, how well do you think the team played with the wins over Genesis Montaigne? <laughs> okay. Yeah, he hates, oh. when I say, he hates when I say that. Yeah. Um, honestly, Walt, um, if if we we played like that the whole season, it, dude, we, we would have been up there with, you know, Genesis tie Delco Chester County just just being honest with you top man. four top four yeah we would have been man it's you guys again you guys dug a hole in the beginning of the season we were trying to dig we we dug till the last game of the season and we came up I think like six points short two point or two wins away from making playoffs um, which I guarantee if we look back we had leads in a good amount of games yep, <laughs> yep. um. How well do you think the boys played in the Hershey tournament? Uh, again, beginning of the games, you guys, you know, oh, we're going to come in and fucking shit on these guys. We're going to come fucking push these guys around. And then we had the fucking battle. Like, literally, like I tell you guys all the time, like when you guys play as a unit and you guys move the puck up as a unit and back each other up, nobody's going to fucking stop you guys. They're not. And I, I, and I want you guys, and I know you guys are all going to listen to this because, you know, it, we were talking about in the group chat here is, when we go to Pittsburgh, man, we got to go to do work. It, it, we're back to work, man. It doesn't – I understand it's a tournament. And, you know, you, you, the the word is, you know, fun, fun, fun. But you guys, you guys want to fucking win. If you guys want to win, again, Brian, I give you the tools. You guys go out and do it. So, that's it. Uh, his last question is, what are thoughts on my individual important Im- – oh, shit, I can't even fucking read right now. What are your thoughts on my individual improvement this season? Well, <laughs> we, we we text separately here, and and I'll tell the podcast. You know, Walt's big thing is he wants, he wants to make the last move. He wants to make that extra fucking move. Extra move all the time, and I've been trying and trying and trying and trying. You know, and finally he started. He started, you know, using his legs because that's his biggest, biggest plus he has is his fucking legs. He can he can skate like fucking lightning, Tucker. Like skate never stops moving. Never, never, never. Right. So I kept telling him, like, dude, like you have these fucking D man beat to the outside. You literally do. And I said, just get around him, fucking take it to net, or get around him and fucking snap a shot. Nothing was more you know I was I was satisfied like the enjoyment of the text that he sent me the other day of him scoring in his playoff game against who was it West Shore? Yeah. Where he he fucking took it on the right side, fucking skated right to D man, went right around him and fucking ripped it right off the fucking crossbar. 
and it went, dude. Tucker watching that shit, dude, and Brian it was a got to see, it was Brian a got, yeah. Brian got to see it live. I couldn't be there because Laney had fucking practice, but watching that was it was satisfaction, man. It was satisfaction as a coach telling him like, dude, do this, do this, do this, do this. And he does that and scores a fucking big goal in a playoff game, like what I've been telling. So, Walt, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing, you know, I, I send you clips. I send you videos. Keep doing your, your, you know, drills. Same thing with Sebi. You do the same thing. You know, again, keep fucking practicing. I, I can't preach enough. Like, yeah, I sent the boys a video tonight of Lanny in the fucking, I set up an old fucking dryer in my basement. And Lanny's fucking shooting pucks into the goddamn thing. It, you know, it, it's all you can do is just fucking practice. If you want it, go fucking out and get it, man. That's all I can tell you. Absolutely. Uh, um, let's see. What do we got here? I think we got a couple more. Cookie didn't say anything. Joey said, Xander. I think Sebby said he sent me some. Hold on. He's he's such a dick. And I say that <laughs> the first the first fucking thing I get from him is what's your daughter snap? And I'll and I'll say this respectfully with your dad on the fuck go fuck yourself, Sebby. <laughs> you know what he's about. I, I'm not. You know I'm what not. He's co- about. Uh, guess what? Guess what? I'm not coaching you right now. Go fuck yourself, Sebby. So <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Favorite. My favorite player. I don't know what that. If that. It's me. Mm. Yep, sounds good. Uh, good answer. Uh, yeah, it's Tucker. Tucker. It'll be it'll be t- Tucker, and then all you guys. You guys are my favorite. My least, my least favorite player. Mm. He played with. He played with me. He played with Tucker. His name, his name was. Uh, <laughs> fucking 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 B Rabbit. You heard? Um, Tucker, Zebby, I Zebby, I wish I could answer those, but I can't. Um, clarification. Oh, from the season, he says. From, oh. I can't. I can't answer those. I can't. Yeah. I I can't. I can't answer those. So those questions are bad. Bad. Bad questions. Bad questions, Seb. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I got. I think we had one more. Hold on. Then we're done. Oh, we got a couple. Gavin. Oh. How do you feel about all Philly teams? It depends. If they're sports teams like, you know, the, the Birds, go Birds, Super Bowl champions, hopefully Sunday. Uh, I, I'm a Philly guy. You know I'm all about Philly teams. Um, but Philly teams we played this year. And wait, how do you feel about Philly teams we played this year? Are they like how they were when you growing up? Absolutely not. They are not like that because – and, and Brian, I'll tell you, back when we were playing, you did fucking stupid. You had to answer the fucking bell. You bottom all, line. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line. You don't, you don't get this, you know, you know, oh, let me score a goal and do the NHL 94 celebration in the fucking bench. If that happened, dude, he can catch a fucking stick right across his fucking <laughs> chest. Yeah, I'll take that penalty. I'll take that fucking two-minute <laughs> slashing. Yeah. You know, you, you hit a fucking guy and you're fucking, you know – doing the fucking football where you're fucking, you know, taunting the ground. Like you, you just made a big dude, chill the fuck out, man. Like yeah. you're, you're wearing fucking mishmash socks, dude. Like get, get it the fuck oh, together. That fucking kid. Yeah. 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 yeah so Gavin, that, it's, it's nothing nowhere near the same. Uh, like when we went growing up, man, it's totally different, different era, man. Everybody feels fucking entitled now. No you know, respect. It, yeah. No respect at all. You know, 
Me, I'd go out there, either fucking light him the fuck up or shoot a hockey puck right at his fucking dick. That, that's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark, Mark writes, we got we to finish up here. It's getting fucking late. Uh, Mark writes, what was your favorite part about coaching this team? The bond, I, I would say, Mark, the bond and, and growing with you guys would be, you know, a favorite, favorite coaching and watching you guys succeed. How would you feel if we made it to the playoffs this year? I'd be fucking ecstatic because we'd still be playing. Yeah, we'd still be (laughs) playing. We'd be playing next weekend. We wouldn't be going to Pittsburgh, which I'd much rather do is be playing playoffs and going to Pittsburgh. Um, If you had a chance to coach this team for one more year, would you? Same team? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, and, and Tucker, I tell you this, I this is like coaching you guys, you know, with Keyshawn and them. I, I wouldn't trade it. I, I wouldn't trade it in for anything. Yeah. I wouldn't, man. It, it, they remind me, they reminded me a lot of you guys. They really did not. It, you know, we dealt with fucking bullshit, you know, but the bullshit that I've dealt with this fucking year, holy fuck, man. <laughs> wouldn't trade it. Wouldn't trade it. Um, Micaiah writes, how do you feel about the season overall? Season overall, uh, I, I, if I had to grade it, I'd, you know, you know, the grading system we have here, I'd grade it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd grade it, uh, I'd grade it at 85. I really would. I grade at 85 because that 15%, you know, 10 of it was bullshit. Five of it was you guys not trusting within me or the system in the beginning of the season. That, that's what I would say. Um, my most enjoyable memory of the season, uh, I said at the beginning, dude, like, um, I, I would say, you know, and I'll be biased here with your question is, is what we shared together with you, Micaiah. I, I'd say that was my most enjoyable. Um, how do you feel about Snyder? Uh, fuck Snyder. I'll say. All right. There we go. All right. There we go. It said, um, I think, I think that's it. I really do. Yeah. I dinner. Yep. Joey, Walt, Cookie. Yep. I think. Yep. I think that's it. So, yeah. Other than that, I mean, pretty, pretty good pod here. Fucking hour and 14 minutes. (laughs) So, yeah. Doesn't feel like it, but, um, Again, uh, Monday we got uh, ECHL stud Toledo Walleye uh, Brandon Dawkins on. He's you know stud in the East East Coast League. He's a big threes ice guy. I'll uh, I'll try to put the club of him. He had a fucking sick goal during the summer. It was on ESPN. It was fucking gross. Um, yeah, he'll be on. So we're we're excited for that. Uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed this one. Hopefully. A lot of, you know, Q&A, intimate stuff, you know, no homo with, with players we had. Um, just stuff we shared throughout the season, you know, we enjoy. And we, we again, Brian and I wouldn't trade it. You know, my, my bond with Tucker, I wouldn't trade it in for, you know, $10 million. I really wouldn't. Maybe I would and I'd give him five and I'd take five. So. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, there you man, go. Man, so. <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, man. So, it's right. just, it, it's, it, yeah, it is. So ten million. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Brian, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I'm, you know, we'll, yeah, guys. Fucking, 
We'll probably, text, we'll, me, probably text, we'll probably text 30 seconds when we get off this. So. Yeah, yeah, right. No, Tucker, it was great uh, being on with you too, man. Nice to meet you over the, the podcast. And uh, maybe we'll meet in person eventually at some point. Oh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get his ass to fucking move out here already, man. He, <laughs> it, you know, is, your, is your wife next to you, Tucker? She is sitting right next to me right now. Actually. Tell her I said <laughs> you guys need to fucking plan a trip out here, get jobs, get associated with the fucking area, and move your ass out here. Please. <laughs> one day, TJ. One Please. Day, one there you day. Go. I, 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 you know, seeing you one time a year, it's not good for me. It's not. Well, one time a year, we'd be lucky now. We don't yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, dude. We, yeah. f- fucking hockey's over, you know, since Maryland fucking shut down. So it's, I know. We need to find another roller tourney to play. I fucking got to hit Frankie up. Frankie's good for that. He's trying to get fucking, he's trying to get tournaments going on. So, okay. So, but, but other than that, again, thank you guys for being on. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, it's been a while, but now that hockey season's over, um, Hopefully we'll have more. You know, we we got Brandon coming on, like I said, Monday. And then, you know, next weekend's Pittsburgh. I'm sure Brian and I will have a lot to talk about about that weekend. So Might have to do another one. Might have to do another one. But other than that, guys, thank you again. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And stay dusty. Stay dusty, guys.